Hi, this is Stephanie James. This is Melissa Lamb. This is Cody Creighton. And you're, you're listening, listening to, to the 100th episode of Topa Talk. Talk. We did it. Yay. Today, we call out our worst interviews ever. We talk about Stephanie's slutty novels that she's reading. <laughs> and you will not believe the tits on the Grinch. <laughs> Just wait. Should we get into it? I think we should get into it, Melissa. I think I'm ready. I'm a bad omen. No, you're good. We were still recording. You just couldn't hear it. Are we recording? Is this thing on? Is this thing on? Is this mic hot? It is. Wow. Happy 100th episode. Wow. Wow. Stephanie, you've done all 100. I've been here for all of them, yes. Melissa, you've done a chunk. I've done a chunk. I think I did 38%. No, you did more than that. Oh. I counted our season one has 42 episodes. Oh, I did 42%. Out of 100? Yeah, because we're speaking in percentage points. I haven't done as much as I thought I have. I thought I thought I blew you out of the water. No, well, if, so if we talked about minutes, if we talked about minutes, minutes on air minutes, you words, crushed. words, words per minute, words per minute. I I blew both of you out of the because water because Melissa always had a very strict 45 minute rule. 45 minutes for pocket. She has things to do. I have a two hour minimum rule. I would say though, uh, the 45 minutes felt way longer than y'all's hour and a half ones do. It's so a very different quality, show now. It is. And that's in truth. a good way. I was yeah. your guys' second guest. Yes, I, I think you that. might have been. Yeah. Was he our very first interview? Was no, Tara. Tara was, Tara our was first. Our So, but I was just thinking in order of when we released them. Cody was in our first interview. Tara was no Tara was definitely our first okay. interview shout out to Tara Schnell we've talked about her before she was kind of helped really kickstart the podcast honestly I reached out to her first she gave us a bunch of guest ideas they all the guest ideas she gave us said yes and like really fueled content for the podcast and it's just cool that she was excited for us and helped us so very cool of Tara thanks Tara <laughs> Tara 2019 um what, Melissa? I'm nervous about these shared notes because I've never done uh, a Is this talk- your first shared notes? Yeah. So, like, I don't know how how this goes. You just dive in. So, I'm looking right now and, like, Stephanie okay, no, has wait, written. On. Yes? I'm going to do it. Okay. 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 Cody, what are your lessons learned? My lessons learned? Nothing. Yes. Is it, like, lessons <laughs> learned in the podcast or That's in life? I, I was just trying to be cute. Like, what are the lessons we've learned over 100 episodes of, like, like for instance, you Steph, we wanted to interview some or someone wanted to be interviewed by us and we thought let's have a pre-interview before we commit to just having them on the mic. I think that's a good lesson learned. So guest selection is has been something that has been a, a lot harder than I expected. Uh, like picking someone being excited about them, bringing them in and then doing an interview and being like, okay, well, we weren't focused. We didn't actually know what we wanted to talk to them about. Right. Is this good content? So What's the story here? What's the deal? Melissa and I, and I'm not going to lie, we've had, Melissa and I had maybe one or two interviews that we were like, what just happened and why did we do that? I know we have too. Cody and I, on the other hand, has had like four. <laughs> yeah. Cody and I learned very quickly, like we went hard and fast <laughs> um, 
and really made some interesting decisions. And yeah. it was fun, though, honestly, super fun and hilarious. And it's fun to have a co-host because I wouldn't want to have gone through that alone and tried to explain to someone the experience of having a bad interview. Like, it's just, it's a good shared experience. A bad interview is, it's rough. <laughs> it when is. do you know in an interview, if you think of a bad interview where you're just like, at what point are you like, shit, this is just well, so fucking weird. Here's what Stephanie would do to me. If it was a bad interview, Stephanie would just look like this throughout the whole interview. She's gazing she into the corner. Out. She was out. Oh my god. She tapped out. And, <laughs> and I would only I would only chime in to like make inappropriate comments or jokes or like challenge a thing they said. <sighs> I would just be like What's the most inappropriate thing you've ever said on the podcast? Where you you wish you could take it back? I think that's gonna haunt you. Do you remember when I asked? Why would you ask us that? Because then we'd be saying it again. Do you let's remember? bring it. Let's bring it to the surface for the listeners. Do you remember what I asked? I, you know what haunts me? When I told Blake Silva I don't want to get a TikTok because I thought it was a dating app for pedophiles. Because it just feels like old people and teenagers communally making music together creeps me out and dancing. Do you have a TikTok now? No. Uh, yeah, do we you do. Have, you have, you have, <laughs> Topa TikTok. Topa TikTok has a TikTok. Do we make TikToks? No. Imagine if I discovered it one day and you for just like years have been making Topa Talk TikToks and not told me. <laughs> I want to. I have Topa I, Talk TikToks and not told me. And is it weird that I have a couple ideas for a TikTok that... I was going to say, you, if TikTok would have been around when you were like mm. 13, mm. you would have been the girl that was like everybody... <sighs> Ladies get in formation. Oh. We're doing a TikTok. Oh, yeah. Oh, you would have bullied me into doing a TikTok. Well, 100%. Kelsey and I, we, she, her family had like a video recorder, something my family never had. We never had any like video equipment. We just had digital cameras that you threw away, you know? Yeah. And so she had a video recorder, which was sick. So we we're like, let's make a music video. And <laughs> um, we really staged it. We like, created art we did flashlights we had this situation where we had cues and like i had to push play with my foot on the boom box so that the music started at the right time a <laughs> <of> B, <laughs> A-B. <laughs> the and then we also when we were a little bit older we wanted to learn the song we wanted to learn the dance uh to that soldier boy song tell and them. tell them and so we learned we made kelsey and Crank i made that. a cd because this is how like how it used to be, guys. <laughs> Children. <laughs> we listen made up, a, kids. Listen up, kids. We made a CD that had 10 tracks of the same song on it so we could continuously practice without Smart. having to... <laughs> Smart. Wow. And so, okay. Do you still know the dance? A little bit of it. But the part of that story that for some reason is the funniest to us, and my sister's a listener, so... <sighs> Go for it, girl. Go for it, girl. Out. Something tragic happened while we were doing this to my sister, and... Instead of it being like, I don't know, we always laugh about it and think it's really funny and we'll do the dance in a joking <laughs> manner to each other and be like, remember when? So, anyways. <laughs> it got you through a hard time. Well, Soldier Boy really told you to crank that and tell him and he did it. Yeah. I got a new dance for y'all. It's called Soldier Boy. That's also, how it starts. Also, being early on, being very open about my sex life and or what have I done or what I haven't done or being very open seemed like an interesting decision being so open I feel like yeah. so on the podcast yeah. okay or oh. in the music videos <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Madonna album she's like doing the music video sorry. let's talk about my sexuality yeah sorry weird transition <laughs> that was no, a weird transition good. I was with you Melissa I was like what what flight did we just catch 
<laughs> Let me land the plane. Yeah. That was a quick plane, <laughs> plane change. Yeah, it's a quick transfer. So you you think you're open about your sexuality on here? I don't think we're that kind of podcast. I think we're very demure. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> very wholesome. Yeah. yeah, I think you know we just say everything, and then people talk to us about it in the in the DMs, and I'm like, guys, I blacked out. Right. No, I but know. I like it. I don't black out. I remember everything. Yeah, I do like it though. Can I just say that I'm burning alive in this room, and I have to pause. 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 <laughs> I'll make make it happen. I can prepare. Few, few, few. Much better. But what? <laughs> <laughs> and we're back well, it's so early i think that's i'm i'm struggling because it's eight in the morning so oh early okay so cody what do you mean by meeting people for recording we're just going straight through cody's notes well, and cody's again. notes only. Sorry. well i I'm just Melissa like, doesn't want to talk to me well i feel like i can i know you a little bit better than i know cody so i look at your notes i'm like yeah i know what she's gonna say meeting people <laughs> for recording kind of goes along with the thing where we're like i just the first person I ever interviewed for this show was um, Julie Mickleberry, who was oh who was God. at that time she was working for Planned Parenthood, and I remember being so nervous, and I literally thought I was like Oprah meeting a guest, like I was like, "This is it." Like, and then I've also had it where we meet people for a recording, and I feel like like Ali Chanel, where I'm like, "Oh my God, the cool girls arrived!" And like I remember you and I like tried to like dress a little. <laughs> cuter that day and like try to impress I don't know I just think it's silly meeting people and then like in an age of COVID just being absolute garbage cans over Zoom with people and, and not putting any effort into our look whatsoever to meet people for interviews via Zoom there's just a big difference there yeah did you feel like you used to have a pressure of like looking good when we interviewed people never <laughs> do you, you guys feel, went to like people's houses though do you feel the pressure to ever look good Sometimes I'm just kidding. <laughs> you always you don't look have good. To. No, I n- I've never felt like I needed to look good for an interview. Not I don't know because I knew it was like just strict. Or, I was pretty much always in comfy casual. You were like, it's just my voice. Yeah, I have this fucked up societal thing drilled into me that uh, my value and my worth is very dependent on how I look. So I better look good if I want these people to like me. <laughs> I feel like some of our guests really dressed up and then I felt like an asshole. Well, because we were also, we'd also try to take photos of them and or with them. And I was like, I should probably look cute. You always look good though. You always. Oh, that's sweet. Thank you. Okay. So are you guys going to do more interviews in season four? What's the game plan? Are you going to, can you dish some hot details uh, (coughs) on season four? We're actually turning it into a strict musical podcast where every episode has a theme and we have to pick songs based upon that theme. We're going to sing them and have an accompanying video of us doing a choreographed dance to them. Does this have anything to do with, oh, I know. Yeah, but we, you know, I think each season gives us an opportunity to kind of switch up our vision and do something new that we're excited about, so. Which is why we're going into musical theater now. (laughs) Yeah, can't wait. Yeah. I was going to say, Stephanie's beaming right now. She's so excited for that. Do you have, what's our first theme, Melissa? Yeah, you can pick it. You're the theater dork here. (laughs) Oh, I would absolutely, look, I think you could go, I think you got to go popular. I think we got to go, I know exactly what we got to go. What? Because I've had Hamilton these stupid songs. Popular. Nope, we're doing Grease. <gasps> Get your overhead lifters and Grease is, cries. It's oh, creepy. Yeah. Grease is creepy. Grease what? is creepy. They were all 80 years old and pretending to be in high school. And they, it's like she changes for him. He changes for her. It's yeah. like find other people. Yeah, it's just like it has like weird sexual rapey <clears throat> vibes. I just yeah. have had songs for some She's reason. She's a real pussy wagon. <laughs> 
Hey. Doesn't he say that? <laughs> sure he does. Doesn't he about Grease Lightning? I Grease Lightning know, is like the, the, the creepy van that they're all working on. I just want to make America great again. And I think through the oh, musical of Grease, we can. We are spiraling down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because grab her by the pussy is mm. something that our former president, Donald Trump, once said. Uh, yeah. Maybe he was just a Grease fan at the end of the day. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, she's a real pussy wagon. That's how they say it. That they I, say. I trust you. I don't remember. I'm that, sorry. I've said that word three times beauty, now. Beauty school dropout. Beauty school no dropout. Graduation day for you. Okay. Well, we are. I made all but that. That's up. not. That's next season. No. Let's just yeah, bypass that question. Season. Yeah, you're deflecting I, right now. But we've already planned out season five, and it's going to be conspiracy theories, Ooh. ghosts, Ooh. and alien Ooh. uncovering. Actually, I would actually really enjoy that yeah if we could become fox and scully is there a conspiracy oh, i almost I, we might almost accidentally kiss is there a conspiracy <laughs> theory that you believe Accident. in i can seriously the titanic okay. never sank okay do you have one stuff i'm gonna have you explain this but i okay. just want a quick snippet do you have a conspiracy theory that you believe in um can i have a second like yeah yes yeah, so explain the titanic never sank i can't remember the name of the ship that actually sank so we're just gonna call her barbara sounds great <laughs> i can't think of another name it's something epic like titanic the same company that built titanic also built the barbara mm-hmm. and um the barbara was not doing hot it was gonna sink it was not doing a good job so they said we just waste a ton of money unless it becomes an accident and we could re- get an insurance claim. It was insurance fraud. So they painted Barbara's name over and then they wrote Titanic on the boat. Instead, a bunch of really important people pulled out from the Titanic trip, like JP Morgan or something like a ton of really mm-hmm. Rockefeller, a ton of people pulled out last minute randomly. And then they went, they hit an iceberg, they sank. They hit an iceberg on purpose. Well, I don't know if they. I think it just like broke, and they went with that story. I don't know. So do you even think this they is hit the an iceberg? With conspiracy theories is when you ask people who believe in conspiracy theories the hard hitting questions. They go, I uh, just, I'm just <laughs> assuming. I just, I, I, hey, I'm just the messenger. Okay. According to my aunt on Facebook, she, um, you know, and she's a really smart person. No, you got to do the research. You got to look into it. It's crazy. Like once you look into it, you'll get it. And oh, then we can do talk, you do you your? I mean? I'm sorry, Melissa. You do your research with the fake news and media for Titanic. <laughs> You got to go to YouTube if you want the facts. That's right. And so, but now that it's eroding underwater, Titanic, the paint is coming off and you could see Barbara underneath. So Titanic and Barbara are one and the same. Well, no. Well, yes. Titanic is still floating, but everybody thinks her name's Barbara. Like in a museum or something. Like a boat museum. So they did a princess switch? They did a princess (gasps) switch? Oh my god, the boats did a princess oh switch. Oh my god, princess switch at sea. Holy fuck. Stephanie? Oh my god. There's a trope I love and I don't love a single trope more than a good switch on. <laughs> no wonder I love this. Princess switch at sea. Oh my god, princess cruise switch. Yes, the exactly. And the princess cruise was involved with COVID. So really, the conspiracy oh, goes really high. switch three. Trapped at sea. Yes. Sorry to all the people that were trapped on that boat. Pandemic yeah. trapped at sea. Oh my god. Well, we were joking before recording that I don't know if you're fond of or aware of the Princess Switch franchise. I am um, very aware. Of the- Do you watch them? I 
absolutely watch Princess. Did Switch. you watch the third one? I have not watched the third Ooh, one. It's yet. the best one together. yet. Yeah, it's the best one yet. Yeah, I watch them alone usually. Me too. Well, I watch but. everything alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was saying that you're definitely the Queen Margaret. Thank Stephanie you very much. Definitely the Baker Stacy Denobo, and I'm definitely the whore cousin Fiona. I think we could do a for reenactment. Sure. I think it all adds TikTok. up. He was supposed to bring crowns for that exact reason, but he did um, not. Would you agree with that assessment? I, well, I haven't seen the third one yet. But the, the second one, oh, the whore cousin seen, Fiona's in maybe it. Maybe I haven't seen the second one then. Maybe with I've the only seen hair? the first one. I've done oh, cousin. No, I haven't seen the second one then. I'm behind. She calls I'm her, behind. She calls her cousin's husband royal six pack <laughs> it's very creepy she's a big hoe but i have watched a lot of vanessa hudgens at christmas christmas things so i think i get a lot of them confused too the one also, with the night that guy was yes hot. i watched that he one hot. i watched that the other night i also watched the ones that don't have vanessa hudgens like christmas prince for sure all three i have uh no i've only watched the first two are you sure about that no <laughs> are, you, are you sure about that they're all very similar <laughs> i'm not sure <laughs> I watched a new one two days ago. Which one? A Castle for Christmas. Oh, with what's her name? <laughs> uh, those old people? Yes. What's her name? They're very old. I don't, old. So I old. They're old. They're like, they're 60. like 30s. Oh. Brooke Shields. Old. 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 It does is, she get a castle for Christmas? She does get a castle for Christmas. Why is she it always Spoiler alert. Well, it's, it's called yeah. Castle for Christmas. Yeah. Wow. Did you watch Love Hard? No, I, I haven't yet. It's, it's really, really cute. It's about a catfish. Yes, I've seen the trailer for it, and I keep it was dabbling better than with I the thought. idea. It was better than I thought. Wasn't it was there already be. a movie about a catfish called Real Big Fish? They, Not a real they nailed fish. It. <laughs> it was like a catfish. He, sw- he tricked her. Oh, <laughs> he princess switched her. What's your conspiracy? I have one word and one word only for all of you on my conspiracy. What? Capitalism. Oh my God, stuff in her capitalism. <laughs> You I don't have to explain that. You I don't just, have yeah. to explain that. It's a fact. It's known. Look at yourselves, people. Right. Wait, I don't understand how that's a conspiracy It's theory. a conspiracy that we have been sold this lie about living, about working, about spending money so that we can just keep being sad and broke so that we can never get above. Uh, look into it. It's on YouTube. <laughs> My aunt posts about it. No, I'm just kidding. She doesn't actually... Okay, I'm on it. The I'll capitalist machine, okay? Okay, I'll look at it. Big conspiracy, in my opinion. Who would you like to capitalism to princess switch with? Socialism. Hot. That'd be cool. <laughs> Just the isms. Like, it's not a big... It's like, you know, it's like a little... Just in time for Christmas. You know who is really anti-capitalism? You know, you know who was like, the, probably one of the, like, forefront leaders in the anti-capitalist movement? Give it to the me. The Grinch. Oh. Because he does not do presents... He's like, you guys, this is crazy. Only because he was I don't know brutally I don't, bullied. I don't know why I don't write write like Wikipedia articles. What's, Wikipedia? What's it called? Wiki, Wiki, Wait, Wikipedia? Can I tell you guys something? I'm one of those suckers that when Wikipedia does their donation drive, I donate the four dollars. Oh dumb. And they email me all the time saying, like, you're the real you're a real one. You're a real one. You're hey, a real one. Homie, hey, you. We got you. Hey. We see you. Yeah, I donate to Wikipedia because I really need it. Yeah. I'm way too stupid. Do you stupid. have the app? No. Oh. <laughs> I told you if you missed Stumbled Upon, you could go to a random article on Wikipedia. Wikipedia? What Wiki- do you call it? Wikipedia. Wicca, like the Wicca. religion? Yes. Wikipedia. Wicca- <laughs> 
<laughs> Wikipedia? Yes. What? You've been saying Wikipedia to Wiki- people? Wikipedia? I call it Wikipedia. What is it? <laughs> is it not Wikipedia? At best, it's Wiki. It's not Wiki. Where are you getting Wiki from? Freaky Wiki. <laughs> Freakypedia. Oh, that's my website. Freakypedia. Have you ever? Have you guys have done the fandom wikis, right? Like, there's whole fandoms, yeah, yeah. like whole universes. Like, I guarantee there's a Grinch Wikipedia that has like oh. the whole like guarantee it. There's Googled all it. these. I'm sure there's it's some weird called, like, shit Grinchpedia. I'm into. Yeah, they do that cute little Grinch. Like wiki. the Office has one. Like everyone has a Wikipedia, dude. Grinch, except for us. <laughs> oh shit! We could be contributors and make a Wikipedia for there's Top a Talk. There's a Doctor Seuss wiki. Should we though? Well, hear me. Hear me out. Should we make a Topa Talk Wikipedia? <laughs> Just love him. Yeah, Topa Talk. It'll be called Gooberpedia. Done. <laughs> done. 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 Who wants to do that for us out there? Anyone? Gooberpedia. We can't make our own Wikipedia because it's like trust your source. Someone has to write it. What about were, us. what would the articles be about? They're not articles. They're It'd just like facts, your bro. history, your like personal life, first guest, career, second guest. Yeah, the career of the show. What happened in season one, season two? How many awards we've won? <laughs> Boutique wars, and then it's like C drama. C drama below. C drama. Yes, yes. Narcissism. C doodle. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow, that's a good callback. Um, okay, wait. I want to ask a note. Yes. Melissa. <laughs> Melissa's notes are so good. Woo, wow. I'm going to stick away from the last three. Uh, what's up with Denali? What's up with your dog? Well. What's up with your dog? So she's a sweet little perfect angel baby. But Andrew and I were gone for a month getting Congratulations. married. Congratulations. You got married. We didn't got even talk married. about it. Oh, yeah. Got married. Went on a honeymoon. And while while we were like Denali's a husky, she has like she has a very aggressive personality. I'm not gonna lie about it. But while we were away, she was playing with the neighbor dog. They got into a little scuffle over food, which they share food all of the time. And the owner, so the neighbor, went to remove the food, and Denali nipped at the owner and drew blood. So you put her down. <sighs> that's no. not even. That's not even funny. <laughs> I'm going to start crying. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Sorry. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. Sorry. I just want to okay, make you okay. feel bad for a second. Ooh, that got me, girl. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. So, look, here's the deal. Dogs, <laughs> I'll let Denali do a lot of bad shit. Yeah. You can't bite people. No. No. You no. can't. You cannot no. bite people. Even if it's not, like, serious. That's like the stabbing of dogs. Yeah. Like, you can't do that. I don't care what the situation was. Right. Violence I don't is not the know. answer. Violence Denali. is not the answer. So Denali. we we have a dog trainer now. <clears throat> Caesar Milan. Uh, I kind of wish. I've watched every episode of The Dog Whisperer. Well, you, di- well, you didn't really take notes. Well, you know, the- Caesar Milan's training methods are very controversial yeah. because he uses a lot of like dominance type yeah. stuff, which a lot of dog trainers. Master. Yes. A lot of dog trainers are not down with that. Right. It's still an entertaining show, though. Yeah, of course. Like um, Super Nanny. Same show. Yes. Different people. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Different species. <laughs> Different species. Yeah. Anyway, so we have a dog trainer now. It's just like a weird thing. And like, I feel like it's a good learning lesson for when Andrew and I eventually have kids. Like, your kids are going to be great and you're going to love them because they're your kids. And they're bound to bite people. And the they're playground. bound to do they're gonna bite stupid people. 
shit kids bite and like it doesn't mean that they're bad kids right it doesn't mean that they're they're not worth investing in or like training whatever it's, it's called. not like you love them any less i know i sound so <laughs> cheesy right now but it's true it's just been a weird because it's been a weird thing because i also demand perfection from denali andrew's like a little bit more is that how you're gonna be as parents i'm a little scared that i'm gonna be too harsh how many kids do you guys want at least two. At least two. And no more than three. No more than three. Yeah. No more. Yeah. That's too many. You're going to be good cop, bad cop? I think I'll definitely be bad. Andrew's definitely good cop, for sure. Unless Doesn't it's that a- just piss you right off, though? Yes and no. Um, I think it's a good balance. And I think there'll be times when Andrew does have to be bad cop, and it's going to scare the scary. shit out of our it's kids. It's always scary when the good cop princess switches. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and then you see the the old bad cop with fear in their eyes, and you're like, yeah. wait. <laughs> wait, I done fucked up now. But also, uh, I'm, I've am i been hoping, because it's been happening to me, that life softens you up, because I used to always <laughs> think I was going to be the authoritative one, and now I'm like, hell no. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I don't it. think that's think, an option for me. Not to sound like a man here but when are you guys gonna have kids like you guys should have kids me and stephanie yeah oh, oh yeah together oh together. But can you guys can you guys get pregnant around the same time how that's iconic that's the goal but she's yeah that's how iconic i'm andrew and i are uh, I'll, I'll be open about it and i'll probably hate myself for later we're openly trying to get pregnant Ooh. right now so we'll see i mean we're technically pushing for old which is weird to say pushing for old like we're old to have be having kids do you think mic. Yes, by medical standards. I mean, standards. I didn't want to say anything. Not for you, Melissa, <laughs> maybe for Andrew, but you're in your early, you're 31. No, Andrew yeah, can have kids as old but as if 80. You go, but if you go to the doctor, like they'd consider me like geriatric. At 35, not at 31. Well, Are you 35? No, I'm 31. But still. Old. But also, Oldest um, one here. You, you shouldn't feel nervous about expressing <clears throat> that. You and Andrew are both in love and just had got married and you both want a family so it's like yeah. pe- people aren't going to be like oh shocked and awed at the fact no, we haven't been like super like even before we got married we're like yeah we're going to try yeah. to have kids pretty, pretty but early. i think You're it's young, fair though i will at least say that i think it is really hard for women to announce I get where Melissa's nerves come from because there's so much expectation and excitement from other people that if the timing isn't aligning or there's any any sort of like it's not happening yet, people will check in and it can kind of like hurt you in a weird way because it's like a reflection of who you are. And I think the experience of starting a family is a lot harder and weirder to navigate for people because like yeah, it's easy for me to talk about right now because it's the beginning. Like, right. I think if we have a hard time getting pregnant, the longer it goes on, I think the more reluctant I might be to talk about it. But right now, it's fun. As a, yeah, you're having <laughs> well, a good time yeah, trying. Well, yeah, I sure hope so. That's <laughs> great. I mean, Kaylee had her baby, her most recent one, at the latest drop, the latest single, <laughs> she, <laughs> the latest album, um, at 32. And she said the difference between, like, her other kids, because this is the biggest age gap between her other four and then this fifth. And she said at 32, it's like it hit different. Like it was a lot harder. Yeah. 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 I, I think you're, you know, when you're younger, your body's made out of like springs. And as you get older, they get rusty and they don't really like work the same way they're supposed to. So. I know. I imagine your bodies remember those little tubes that were like hard to hold. That Those like slimy tubes. Remember we were little? Slinkies? <laughs> no, they were like the slimy ones. So I imagine like young people. Like oh, I just yeah. remember when you like weren't in pain every day. Like I just feel like our bodies were so much more like malleable 
back in the day. And that's like when I could imagine it's probably easier to have babies is when you're malleable, like at 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah, Yeah, long time ago. Long time ago. (laughs) Speaking of, okay, can we talk a little bit about our Ojai Quarterly um, magazine? Yes, Miss St. James would love to hear from you. (laughs) Okay, so we originally interviewed... St. James. uh, We originally interviewed with Brett Brodigan on his podcast. And it was really fun. And when he posted the podcast, he posted the description of, you know, the show, similarly the way we do. And he kept referring to me as Stephanie St. James or Steph St. James in the podcast description. And Cody and I, I thought it was so funny, like the most hilarious, that I never corrected him because I was like, that's gold. That's hilarious. That's amazing. Not considering the fact that the article he was going to write would have St. James all over it. And it's like, so I don't know. It was just so funny to me. Like that's your new name now. It's, it's legal. Your stage name. I don't think anyone cares or noticed, but I just thought it was the funniest thing ever because I was like, well, that's what I get. I didn't correct him. So why is your Instagram name Steph Saint James? Oh, because it used to be Steffi, which is like right? my German nickname. And I met this woman named Regina. Um, I worked events with her, and she followed me on Instagram and instantly was like making fun of my Instagram name. And she's like, you know what? It should be honestly because of who you are and yeah. how you are. This is like the first day she met me. She's like, you're royal. It should be Steph, Steph St. James. I went and checked that moment on Instagram to see if the name was available. It was, and boom, we're that's here. Your, that's your fucking stage name. I think you just rolled it. You're St. Stephanie St. James. I've never been clocked so well, like in a first first meeting, you know? She knew it. She just instantly, and she's that kind of person. She's amazing. But I love I, when people know you better than you know yourselves, and they give you good branding ideas. Yeah. She was on it. And then it was funny because we record we recorded with um, Shavar, who stage is name Regina is St. Regina St. James, and we were laughing about the similarities. And I was like, when I put that wig on, I was like, we're yeah, I get it. I you get know it. what they call that in the drag community? Being his drag daughter. <laughs> and they'll have they have drag families that will have the same last name, and so like you'll see drag queens. Could she be his drag wife? Or no? That's just called a kai kai when two drag queens have sex. I thought a kiki was... See, that's all too similar. A kiki is just... We're kikiing right now. I know, but a kai kai is K-Y-K-Y? K-A-I-K-A... You know, drag... It's so similar. Drag race is in the news because they have their first straight, like, hetero man on the show. And people are, like, really losing their minds. Mm. Why are they losing their minds? Because they think that it needs to be reserved for queer people, but... I don't know. What I, do you think as the only queer person in the I room? I don't do... I've never done drag. I probably won't do drag. Not that I don't want to. I just think I would make a handsome woman. And I... It's not my job to gatekeep who can do drag. Can I make an, a, can I make an argument to that, though? And say that it's cultural appropriation for them to be involved because they're... I'm pretty sure the person involved is a straight white man. I hate to break it to you, but drag originally is just sex appropriation like it's all we're appropriating you're just no being i'm just inspired. asking i'm just trying to no, be devil's advocate in this that's what conversation I thought too. at first i was annoyed just because straight people annoy me no offense <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're pretty annoying <laughs> I just, no offense no but um none taken <laughs> no but i just i found it annoying at first and then all of a sudden it's like well because i was getting really annoyed i was like god like the straight guys coming and them like we don't we don't even know his journey maybe he has a has a gender thing that that this makes him feel really good as long as you pay your dues and you're respectful i mean we all kind of do you think that maybe he's exploring his maybe he presents himself as hetero but maybe i think at that point i have to be honest with you 
but I don't know if this sounds awful or not, but I don't think you can be like completely straight as a board and then go do drag. That's where my brain was yeah, going to, but I didn't want to sound judgmental. I'm glad you no, said okay. it. Can I bring in can I bring in my annoying angle of capitalism and the fact that this is just like a shock is this and a awe moment podcast? It is. it is to get people to watch and or to market his own brand and like this straight white man's putting himself up to be this person and like RuPaul and that whole team must have known this was going to be a huge controversy. Like it's getting them more attention. It's gaining them more attention. Yeah, like is this all part of the game or is this something that they're sure. really interested in that they think is important to add and be inclusive? I think so. I think that it's a little bit of both. I think that there is, I think I was just talking to you about this. It's like sex used to sell in advertising and TV shows. And now it's inclusivity, which is a beautiful thing until you realize there's certain things are like, that's cool that they're being inclusive. That's awesome. It adds to the story. It's important to uplift voices of all walks of life. But then there's other times where you'll see something like a show or a TV or a commercial. And you're like, Jesus Christ, the Google pixel phone is this ad makes me laugh out loud every time because they are like, woke baiting where it's they're just using buzzwords and they're not actually being woke or anything like that they're saying like i'm so i am so distracted because i think i parked in someone's parking spot and every time a car drives by i get freaked out um this google pixel ad they're like our most inclusive camera yet that like that takes a wide has a wider lens like they're basically saying like it's a wide lens camera but they're calling it an inclusive camera because it's a buzzword right now yeah and they're like so that you we can see ca- all of you. you when it captures it's you it's really you it's like okay it's like, wow thank you <laughs> but you could say that i mean it's just a marketing trend you know it is a marketing trend that's what i'm saying sex yeah. used to sell no, it's this. What do you think the next trend? My will cousin be? Sammy just texted me this thing, or sent me this thing on Instagram that it was like a tweet from this woman who was saying that like old beauty standards were that you had to be like rail thin, and so that was a, everyone was going to achieve for. Ten years later, now it's like if you have curves, if you don't have curves, you ain't shit, and so it's just like it's like it's constantly evolving. So yeah. it's better to just do you, and it's true because it's like it doesn't really matter to the industry because they're going to change it constantly because they want you to constantly hate yourself and want to be like someone else. And so it's like a good reminder to just fucking do you and enjoy yourself. Okay. So silly. I'm going to shout out. That's why you need Google pixel. Cause it captures all of you. <laughs> but like, you know, it's just like, don't play into that because it's always going to switch based on what's cool in the moment. But, um, 805 and revolt. They were talking, someone, a listener had asked something about like LA people who come and like their style and fashion and stuff. And they were saying that fashion is like something that's sold to you. Like the idea, I think I'm butchering it, but they're saying that it's like fashion is someone else coming up with trends and stuff. Style mm-hmm. is like personal expression. So fuck fashion and like stick to st- your own personal this style. Is what the boys said. Yeah. And I was like blown away by it because I was like, yes. Wow. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately. It's not, it's not all, what do they call it? Smegma male. What is it called? <laughs> Sigma male mindset, grind set. <laughs> it's not all about the grind set. They, you know, they have some, they have really good, they have really good shit that they talk about. Just saying. Back to the notes. Back to the notes. Sorry, I really like love to go on weird tangents. Stephanie, I want to talk to you about capitalism. I'm just no. kidding. <laughs> oh my no, god! Please. Yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> please. How about how about um, Melissa hopping to yours? Trying not to overthink. No, changing last names. <laughs> oh, okay. So, I've, I, I would like to consider myself to be a pretty progressive person. I don't know. 
if I am outwardly, but yeah, or mod- I'll, I'll jump in and say, yeah, do you want mod- us to moderate, agree? moderate to yeah. pro- progressive? I, I guess I would say that you fight <laughs> for the right to be progressive and or like for feminine rights and stuff. But I would say you live a pretty traditional life. Exactly. So I've always thought Tea. like, okay, I'm gonna when I get married, I'm gonna change my last name, and I am changing my last name to Foskey. Wow. But, um. When it came time to actually, <laughs> which it's like, okay, so here's the thing. Like, I've always told myself that it was never something that Is was like in question. Changed or am I not high? yet? Not yet. So it was always something that like I I had already decided this, and then when the I don't know if it's because I got married in my 30s versus like younger, mm-hmm. um, but when the time came to like actually change my name, mm-hmm. it's like way more emotional than I thought it would be. Yeah, and uh way more intense and like weirdness like I want to be a Fosse that part is like not what we're discussing it's the actual like giving up of your last name so I'm actually going to change my middle name when I do it my my middle name is going to be Lamb which was something that. that like I had never considered or thought about like I always just thought I'd be like yeah. What's your middle name now? Elizabeth, which I do feel very connected to, but I don't want four names. And if I feel way, way, way more attached to Lamb yeah. than I do Elizabeth. I'm, yeah. Um, And it's just weird. Like, I still, like, sign. Like, it's a weird transition. I've been signing Melissa Lamb since I was, like, 13. Right. Like, I, it's hard to, like, actually go through. It's easy to talk about in theory, but then when it actually comes down to doing it, it's a very, at least for me, it's been a very emotional It's a chunk of your identity. Are you kidding? It's huge. Well, Ace and I have talked about it. If we have kids, (coughs) all their middle names will be James because I want them to have my name as well. But I said that they could have Edelbacher as their last name. Yeah. And I don't know that I'll be changing my last name either. Only because the same thing with Melissa. Like, I feel so... I was talking to Ace about Stephanie this. Stephanie St. Edelbacher. He had <laughs> he had such a funny spin on this, my theory on this. I was like, I just feel really attached to it. And I think it's really weird. And it just is odd. And it's so weird that, like, we get married and it's just assumed. Or, like, the woman just has to change her name. It's such a weird... And he was laughing. He's like, yeah, it is weird. And he was like, so you'll stick with the other man's name. And I was like, oh, my God, he made such a good point. Like, I I go by my father's name. Women have no names. So, yeah, exactly. So That's it's crazy. It's kind of interesting. He made that point And I laughed at myself because I was like, here I am trying to protect <clears throat> my vision of myself. And then he just was like, <laughs> to be fair, Andrew did offer before we even got married. He was like, I'll change my last name to Liam. Andrew he, Lamb. He offered. He legit because we. I kind of started like having this realization like right before we got married. I was Is that like, like, oh his shit. Favorite meat to cook. <laughs> you know we have talked Ew. about. We have talked about how <laughs> lamb Fosky sounds like a dish. Lamb Fosky. Like, it sounds like a, a like. Oh, well, I hate to break it to you, but you guys like, are quite a dish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, you know it's. Congratulations on your wedding. I think marriage is a Thank weird, you. like, archaic thing. It's so weird. <laughs> I think it's very, I think now it's become a real celebration of a bond and a love and a connection and a trust. And so I think it's beautiful now. With, so with all due respect, and I say tax this, breaks. In the past, in the past, it was all about owning a woman. And that's why women don't have names. I mean, it's so, it's kind of crazy. There's no, like, OG woman names. If you think about it, if you really think about it, well, no. How would you have a last name? 
<laughs> right. If it wasn't thanks to a man. That's <laughs> like the truth. what woman unless they she no, and people do this, they probably she get her last change name their name yes, at some point yes. and come up with it on their own yes. and then pass that down. But like I didn't consider there's no that. lineage with that in my opinion. <clears throat> and that's what's kinda cool about last names is the lineage of like being able to trace it unless like you do the lineage and you found out that your grandpa had like a slave like plantation and then you're like Fuck. he probably did he probably not did. my fan not my dad's side thank god not my family either not, I, my, not my, my family either <laughs> just kidding no we just haven't been in the u.s that long so i'm kind of thankful for that <laughs> and when people have been like my family's been here and i'm like oh okay my, well my last name doesn't count because my dad was like adopted as like a late teenager or something yeah and did he take on the adopted yeah, last he like name? took that last name and then that guy ended up just like, I don't know, he like ended up being rude or something and like he's no longer around. <laughs> he's a rude. He's really rude. He's a rude dude. <laughs> That's my family okay, lineage. Okay, can I bring up something? Because my notes are so boring, so I'm bringing them out of my head. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I started reading a book. That my cousin Sammy gave me. So the notes you are boring, know how to read? so you want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> I do know how to read. No, okay, so you guys, I've never had this happen before, but... Were you hot and bothered? Yeah. So there's smut in the book, you guys. Hot. And I've never read smut. you never read Fifty Shades of Grey? I gave up at 100 pages because there That's was no ridiculous. fucking yet, and I was so mad. I did pick up 80 Shades of Grey, whatever it is, and I was really excited. Of I was gray. really excited to read it, and by page 100, we're taking a bath. I was like, no. You know, women were I need really. This to really like speed along. Women were really reading that and really, really. So really going I'm, for it. I'm reading this series by Karen Rose, which it's so embarrassing and it's amazing. And it's like this hot detective thriller, like romance novels. And oh there's a series God. and I'm on book two. I picked up book two. I, you guys, I went to Barnes and Noble way against my religion and bought a book yesterday. I called around all local places. I got a library card. You called around to find smut? To find smut. <laughs> I called. How embarrassing for you. I know. Well, the guy at Bart's Books hi, didn't know who was calling. I was, hi, Bart's Books. <laughs> I was wondering if you were carrying Rock Hard Detective too. <laughs> Do you have that book? And I, I want, I'm very eco-friendly. So although it's a smut book and people probably touch themselves reading it, I'd like a used one. Do you have a used one? I called Timber. Why are the pages wrinkly? I called Timber in Ventura too. And I know the owner and I was like, hey, my good stuff. And she's like, hey, I was like, oh. you got any of those smut books down there? I was like, don't look into it. Don't look into it. Just do you have it or not? <laughs> I encourage you to get a Kindle. She That's goes, what real smut people do. I do have a fire that I could read on, but um, oh my God. I was desperate. So I went to Barnes and Nobles and got this. Desperate. You guys, I'm You're hooked. You're fiending for <laughs> it. I read this book in like three days. I read 106 pages last night after I bought it. Were you horny the whole time? I'm not talking about that. <laughs> Can I just tell you, Lucky if anyone, Asa. this is great. Ace yeah. is like, yeah, we'll go to Barnes and Noble every day. I, I said, just saw Asa walk by dressed as Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I was wondering why. <laughs> I, was I will wondering tell you. I will. On. The only thing I'll tell you is that when we were at Barnes and Noble, I said, you know, you should really be buying me this book. <laughs> It's like a sex toy. It's like you guys are going to like the sex store. No, it's embarrassing. What it's is not embarrassing. Again? It's by Karen. Karen drop, Melissa. It, drop, drop a line. Melissa's taking notes. What's the book called? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's by Karen Rose, and it's called the Sacramento series. The first book is called Say You're Sorry. Um, the second book is. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> that I'm reading is called Say No More. Um, say your sorry, Say No More. The last one is going to be called Say It Again. <laughs> um, no, but it's like true crime. Ex- it's really fucked up books, you guys. The, the like solving murders and fucking. Yeah. Do they use, I like erotic, erotica uses the worst words of like his throbbing member. They always say shit like that. Throbbing is definitely throbbing's in there. Swollen is in there. Swollen. (laughs) Disgusting. Unless it's about a bee sting, I don't want it swollen. No thanks. No ma'am. If it's swollen, see a doctor. That's what I say. I'm so embarrassed we have to move on. Swollen. I'm so embarrassed we have to move on. Oh my god. I've reached my fifties really early. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So hey, it has me reading. On a more wholesome note. Great British baking show. Mm. Not always. They're kind of whores on there. Like, they say slutty things. They do sometimes. Especially that Paul Hollywood. Paul Hollywood. I think there's some, there's going to be sexual harassment claims against Paul Hollywood. I, I hope think. It's, I hope it's me putting, pressing them because he's fine. He is fine. And he does not like a soggy bottom. Well, I have good <laughs> news for him. Um, do you love it? Do you love... Are you caught sh- up yet? No. What? But, you know, I'm in love with, what's his name? Cheeks. Chigs. Chegs. Chugs. I feel like Kaylee's caught up. Kaylee's a British baking gal. Kaylee's a British baking gal. I've been watching Christmas movies. I haven't been, I don't have time for baking shows. I really don't like, and this is, this is probably deep, but I really don't love accents. (gasps) Especially like British accents. (laughs) (laughs) Like, and it's not well written, probably, like well scripted. So they just say well written. It is. Who's writing it? That's what I mean. It is so dorky stuff. You would love the intros that they do. It is so awkward. The achy breaky heart. It is awkward and cringy and like. Stuff. You know the song Achy Breaky Heart? That does sound up my alley. They started the season with all the judges dressed as country people and they were like, don't break my tart, my flaky oh, bakey tart, or wow, something yeah. like that. Okay, I'll tune in. I'll tune in. I'll tune Just in. And the by intros. the way, I love British accents. It's Australian. I was thinking of Australian. I cannot get through. Australian sounds like British people that got hit in the head. That's I need what them, they talk yes, like. Yes, and I need them to slow down by like a lot. Are you keen? No. That's what they say for. Are you horny? So when you read the book, are you keen? I spell that. K E E N. Okay. She's bringing it in into her vocabulary. Are you keen? Yeah, she's gonna go home. And take, are you keen? Yeah, she, they're gonna be into it. Guarantee you, Melissa's biggest fantasy is some role play with some accents. Yes. <laughs> Confirmed. Are you keen? Melissa, when uh, she was showing me a lot of dress, you were wanting to buy like a dress, and they were all very like of the time it's this woman i can't remember where she lives she makes dresses that like we don't even say where she lives well it's like on she's not in america i I had to find her australia no she's in somewhere in europe and she makes dresses that like from like little women era like jane austen yes (laughs) my favorite Uh, i bought one did you yes i've never worn it you need Um, to wear that for the sex Oh my god! I have worn it around the house. I've never worn it. Out <laughs> You've done in it to do chores. She's, I was gonna say yes. She's probably done it about doing chores, which is accurate to the time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you should watch the YouTube channel Early American. I got really into it. I saw you posting about yeah, it, and I was really curious lit. as to what it is. It's very, it's very, it's very it's strange. Lit. There's no straight music. Banger. Straight banger. <laughs> they don't really talk. There's no music. It just shows her doing chores around this little cabin, and her husband oh. comes home with like a dead animal, and she goes, "The harvest." Oh, I love it. They live like early Americans. I wish I could live like an early American, but I'm not actually um, resourceful 
enough. Cute. I love like a good heater. I well, love my television. They have fire going. It looks very. I had I someone. Can I just? Can I just complain to you guys real quick? Yes. Oh, sidetrack. This is such a funny story. Such a oh funny story. Oh my god! There's a specific place you, the three of us, know very well, and there was someone there that came up to me and said, "Why do you have a fake fire here?" Alluding to the fireplace in the area of which I was, and I said, <laughs> "I said that's a real fire." Don't touch it. Like, that's a real fire, you know? <laughs> and he was like, no, you don't put wood on it. It's just gasoline and, like, was upset that we had a gas fire in the fireplace and not a real fire with f- firewood. Mm-hmm. All I have mm-hmm. to say about this is, like, you can totally get fucked, dude. Yeah. I know of this place, and this place does also have fireplaces that require wood. Yeah, so he could go find those if he cares so much it's also just like are you kidding me how miserable are you in your existence in your life that that's what's bothering you was it an environmental concern no he wanted to put wood on it no it's much better to do a gas burning fire than a fire burning fire for the environment he wanted he wanted to put wood on it like he wanted why that because men are fucking weird. I don't know. Men are weird. The, the, the shit crackles. like that is their favorite thing. They like to put wood on fire. They like to like tap a car when they walk by it. They do stupid. Men are stupid. <laughs> and is that your conspiracy? Is that your like capitalism? Yeah. Is that straight men are stupid? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, straight men that listen. So, Cody, what are you doing for Christmas? Going to Emily's house, Emily's ding mom's dong, house. I dong. never thought that you could get excited for Christmas after being a little kid because I had a phase where Christmas was lame. One year I woke up Christmas morning, watched American Horror Story, and cried because I was like a lonely. Then, then we started this. We started this fucking tradition where Christmas Eve I go over to Emily's mom's house and I give great guests. I am like the best guest in someone's home. I bring gifts. I am very gracious. I keep the conversation flowing. I know I include everybody. Love being a guest. I love being a guest. <clears throat> and then we spend the night. We get freaky high because her mom makes us freaky brownies and never knows how much she puts in the brownies. So we get way too high. And then Christmas morning we wake up. We do gifts. We have breakfast. And watch awful Christmas movies on Netflix. And it's like my favorite, favorite thing. Sounds amazing. Steph? Um, I'll be going back up north to, to be with my family. And I think this is the first Christmas that Johnny's really like aware of because he was so young last year. So that's really exciting. When I was there recently, we put up the tree and put up all the lights. And it was so exciting to see him. He wanted to just like tear all the bulbs off and the ornaments off. But it was fun to like put them all up with him. And he doesn't really get it. But... I think it's just exciting to have like he's more excitable, easier, yeah. And Keeps so, you young. and my sister's pregnant, and the baby's coming in February, and we're all going to be able to be together. So I'm just really looking forward to that <sighs> and being back with my people. Yeah. I just got back from a long trip there, and it was really, 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 really nice and necessary. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I feel like I'm not the biggest holiday person, and I typically don't look forward to the holidays. I enjoy them. I love giving. I love gifting and like giving and stuff, but. Um, I feel like I worked in the industry for like 10 years and missed every holiday. So I was always just like, oh, the fucking holidays are coming. That's cool. Like not fun at all. But now yeah. it's kind of cool to be able to enjoy them. What are you doing? My parents are coming in from Texas. Ooh. They'll be here around the 18th. 
Um, is that so, kind of a tradition that's been happening for a few years? Yeah, since I moved to California, because before that, Ashley and I were always in different states. Mm-hmm. And so it was always like kind of weird. But since Ashley and I are both here and we both work really ridiculous jobs, it's easier for them to come to us. And my parents lived in California for like 20 years. So they love coming here. Um, so I'm going to try to take as much time off as I can. We're going to do some a lot of eating and drinking. We're like not doing presents this year, really. Oh, I'm jealous. Um, which it's just like, think, for me, I know you love to give, but like I find it extremely <laughs> stressful. And I also don't really like getting gifts, really. I totally agree with you. Because I don't, like anything that I want, I buy for myself. Unless it's like your pottery. I really like getting your pottery. I was going to say, I usually have a really easy out, but this year I don't have pottery, so I have to, I've been like Like a handmade, a handmade gift is clutch. I'll always accept a handmade gift. That's why I just bake cookies. Yeah. I would rather get cookies than like, especially like for me and Andrew, (laughs) for me and Andrew, everybody just buys us like cooking and wine stuff. And it's like, oh, we, we do other things. We do other things. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I'm really happy. We're just going to spend time together and go out to eat and like go do experiences what's the best gift you've ever gotten for christmas when i was seven years old <laughs> i haven't gotten a good enough a better gift since it's i was just seven memorable uh i got my first vacuum cleaner <gasps> and um i love no, i love a vacuum it. and i it was a real one because i'd always oh. had like my play one that didn't actually vacuum and i yes. got it was a dirt devil and i had that vacuum until i was in college it finally broke when i was in college iconic it explains a lot. It explains a lot about who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's concerning. Your parents are stoked. And your parents were so stoked. I love, I love to, I would like, when I couldn't sleep when I was a little girl, I'd wake up in the middle of the night and use my play vacuum. So they're like, let's just gonna, buy her a real the one. Real one. I was like, your family must have hated you. The no. real vacuum. Why weren't you at night? sleeping when you were younger? I don't know. Like, you know, just She's like, like, my room's restless. a mess. <laughs> what was your favorite gift, Steph? I'm just a little. I'm concerned so about get it. Melissa's health. No, I so get it. I, I, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What's your greatest gift? My greatest gift is waking up each day. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think about <laughs> shit like that. You're always like, rate your number one thing you've ever had in your whole life. And I'm, I'm sorry, like, this I don't is a think that way. To ask questions. <laughs> um, Screw Mary Kill. <laughs> Santa Claus. <gasps> Frosty the Snowman Frosty and the Grinch. The snowman. Go. Wait, are we sure it's the Grinch? What about Rudolph? I don't want to have sex with a <laughs> deer. Deer. <laughs> I want to have sex with a green monster. You want to have what snowman. if Frosty the Snowman's gonna melt? What about I'm going to I'm going to definitely, definitely, definitely fuck the Grinch because he fucks. And then I'm gonna marry Santa because I love to bake. I'd make a great Mrs. Claus. And you know what? I'm going to have to kill that snowman because he's just made out of water. Same. No, no, no. I'm marrying the Grinch. 100%. Because we're going to keep things interesting. His cave, his cave house. I want to decorate that. No doubt. No doubt. Um, I'd be fucking Santa because he's just a big dude. Imagine the parties. (laughs) He's a big dude. Um, And... The snowman's gonna die regardless. So I don't feel any guilt. Yeah, come summertime. <laughs> Wait, that's your perfect man. I feel like maybe <laughs> you should be <laughs> marrying the snowman because he disappears for a long time and then he comes back that, and it's like. And you know what? With the things, with the way life is going, we're just gonna stop having snow with global warming. So eventually, eventually he'll just, just disappear. <laughs> and you don't. It's not like 
It's not like he had to break up with him or like have this dramatic thing. Or anything. <laughs> no, he's just dying. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Maybe I need to get with Jack Frost. Remember that movie? Hot. Hot. Weird. Weird. This <laughs> is like I'm confused. I bet um, snowmen's are good at sex. If you think about it, it's anything's a hole. And also, they got that. They got that carrot. <laughs> they got that corn cob pipe. And a button nose. Hey. Uh, Two yeah. eyes made out of coal. <laughs> you can no, do- I'm gonna need a snowman with a good carrot, not a button nose. <laughs> I don't need no button nose snowman. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Anywho, okay, so it's the hundredth episode, and I feel like let's talk about the hundredth episode. It's the hundredth episode. It felt like my birthday when I woke up this morning in a weird way. I was really giddy and excited. How do you feel doing a hundred episode stuff? I feel really old. <laughs> do you? <laughs> no, honestly. Do you think it was gonna make it this far? I guess I guess I haven't it's hard to say because when Melissa and I were doing it we were just so in it that there was no pulling out of it and like looking at it from a distance you know yeah. like I don't know I feel like when Melissa and I did it we were like in the fucking thing there you was were on no the trajectory to there was like no have a nighttime talk show there was no scope like we weren't there was no time to think about anything other than like the next interview or the next thing we had to do because it was so fast paced does that make sense and so no I never thought about it then until I was semi-firing Melissa. She was semi-quitting. We both did it at the same exact time. And so, um, and then I was like, oh, well, okay, now I have to find a way to keep it going if I want to keep it going. And then with you, it's been easy to just keep going and the ideas keep coming and it, it keeps evolving, which I think is the only way I can keep doing it because um, I get really excited about stuff and do it for like a year and then I'm like, do I really need to keep doing this thing? Like, I, I'm a hobbyist, I should say. So, so I, next year we're doing musicals. Yeah. <laughs> no, so it's cool. It's really cool to have something that can evolve and change and the listeners continue to show up because it just gives us so much freedom to be ourselves and do different things. And so I'm, I don't know how long it's going to go, but as long as we're friends, I feel like it'll be going. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why it would end right now. I love doing it. I love it. Melissa, when during your first season did you realize I'm out? This is, I, I don't have time for this. It wasn't even the time commitment. It was that I think to have a successful podcast and, and season one, what I'll always love, but I think it showed Stephanie what does and doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And not saying that season one didn't work, but that you don't just record to record, like you record to get to have listeners and I think that the content we were creating wasn't as engaging as Stephanie wanted it to be and to get to that engaging content you needed somebody who was much more vulnerable I know that's a key word for you guys (laughs) vulnerable to open up and be relatable and Stephanie was there and I just I can't I can't get there it's just not who I am as a person and so when I realized that that was what the podcast needed. It was probably about halfway through, but uh-huh. I also love Stephanie and Stephanie did 99% of the work uh, for the podcast. And so it just didn't feel like it was fair to her to be a, a bad partner, you know, and to not be, to give what the show needed to continue to progress. And I think to Melissa's point, I think she could see my wheels turning a lot like really fast and I think Melissa 
could tell that I wanted to evolve the show the next season and that, that I think what her point is is that we were doing basic interviews where we just show up there's not a, a ton of prep work there's not a ton of thoughtfulness that went into it not to like dog any of those interviews or those people we loved them and we were like excited to interview them every every time we interviewed someone we're like I can't believe they even want to talk to us like it's so had cool great interviews too yeah but I think Melissa's point was like I wanted to have more intention and thought behind it and that would have taken like a lot more work and Cody and I have been you know we've been talking about this a lot Cody and I were kind of gifted this really weird mix of things because when him and I first started we had that incredible interview with Planned Parenthood we were really hitting the ground with other interviews and stuff and then COVID hit and it was like okay well now you and I have to create content just for fun for the silliness of it without guests without guests and so that gave us like some really an awesome opportunity to test our charisma or whatever you want to call it on air yeah and then we're like oh wait this is working people really like us and so season four we do have some different stuff happening in season four with the knowledge and confidence that people like us and that they will stick around when we experiment with it so it's really cool and exciting and i think i totally understand where melissa is coming from i remember like hyping myself up to have the conversation with her and I was just gonna say like I remember just being ready to say I never said it because Melissa it was just like so obvious I think to both of us in that moment and it was all love obviously but I was gonna say I really want to do season two with you I'm really excited about the show but things have to change and we have to do it in a different direction and we have to like try harder (laughs) which is crazy to think because I feel like Melissa and I were running on empty just already it felt like we were trying really hard already and I wanted to push it even further and I think that's a lot to expect from someone uh and Melissa instead of taking on season two and not meeting me because that was an option for her she could have said yes and known deep down inside in her heart that it probably wouldn't work out and then where would we be as friends where would we be as you know where would we be the podcast would probably have to fail at that point because what do you do yeah so it's just I have to thank her for just being so brutally honest and giving up something that I'm sure she had a huge attachment, an ego attached to, some pride with. So, yeah, I don't know. It was a bit a way harder for Melissa, I'm sure. Well, I, th- I think the funniest thing is that people think like Stephanie and I had this like huge <laughs> falling out. So it's funny when we see like mutual friends out in public that I haven't seen. They'll be like, "Have Hi. you talked to Have you talked to Stephanie?" I'm like, "Yeah, I, I just heard." Seen. It's so. It was the funniest thing. Like we can. Uh, Stephanie and I had a very like on. And Stephanie's really easy to be honest with in totally. general, and so I just it felt like the right thing to do. And you know. I, I still feel super attached to the podcast, which is a weird thing to say. Like, I still listen to every single episode. Like, I'll talk to Stephanie yeah. like, oh, this is weird. Oh, I love this. Or like, what? Like, I'm, I'm a, a, probably an annoying fan. Oh, Melissa has a critique for us that I think is so interesting and smart to think about. Can you give it to Cody? I don't remember what about it. <laughs> about Instagram. Oh, um. on, and so uh, I, I usually listen to episodes like right when they come out. Okay. But I feel like the Instagram you need to give us like an extra day. Before give us a day. In, we get so because, excited. Because I'm like, I don't want to look at the Instagram because I'm afraid of spoiler if I haven't had a chance Spoilers, to listen. It's like this is Game of Thrones. I don't know. I'm like, I don't want to look at the, I don't want to look at Toby okay. Talk's Instagram Noted. until I've listened. And there's always like quizzes or things to like chime in on or whatever. And I haven't had Noted. a chance to listen to the episode yet. So I don't want, I mean, it's always quizzes. in the stories. 
And then the stories go away and I'm like, uh, but I want to look at it, no, but I don't want to see the spoilers. Yeah, so like the engaging content should be a day or two later so that people have a chance to actually, because I get where you're coming from. I'm a biased listener. So if I see something in advance, I'm like anticipating the joke or anticipating. Noted. I get where you're coming from. Yeah, so like. But we could do like a You can still tease the episode. Post. Yeah, and tease the episode we in the story. We could stories. do a storyboard, I think, still, maybe. That's fine. A storyboard. I just don't like the the questions. Like oh the, yeah, a the, vision board. Yeah. Yes. A mood board. A mood board. A surfboard. <laughs> or because like I think she she brought this up because she was avoiding our last episode stories, which were bangers. We were talking about <laughs> this or that Thanksgiving style, this or that chips, oh, yeah. this or that all that. And I think she was like, I'm avoiding it. It looks so much fun, but like I haven't listened yet. And I was like, okay, that's that's something to consider. I don't know if other people have experienced that, but I, I like would this love this whole thing of people DMing as we listen. That that people were really doing that and i loved that i was driving though when you guys were asking and i was like oh, i gotta dm them pull later over <laughs> pull over wait did you ever give us them it's okay i can't even remember what they were you know what we didn't talk about though you what? know what we didn't talk about that i'm pissed about what? it's frito's barbecue twists honey honey they're so good you can like break them apart never had them really you're frito, i'm gonna get you a bag frito girl i'm a chip girl I'm a chip girl um <laughs> new year's resolutions melissa oh this is another well, you episode are, you yeah we're gonna hold that, this so you hold on to it stuff um my biggest one is to get healthy um not like and i've had this conversation with stephanie probably a million times she's probably sick of hearing me talk Never. about it um but especially with trying to get pregnant uh like getting my my body and mind in the best place and like actually making a commitment to it, which is really hard with work. Like I really prioritize work over a lot of other things. And I think it's okay to build into my schedule working out in meal planning because I'm the type of person, if I don't think about what I'm eating, I will literally eat anything that's in front of me. Mm. Anything. Yeah. I, I like candy, cookies, chips, Whatever is like Frito easily honey twist. Frito honey twist. Whatever is like easily and readily available. If I'm hungry, I'll eat it. Um, and going along, I never drink enough water, especially since Stephanie and I no longer work together. Stephanie would like force you to force feed water. me water, which was amazing. Me such a mother hen. Um, so that's a big one. Um, and having and I baby. kind of having a baby, and then I kind of put this in the shared notes. Not trying to overthink the future too much. I'm such a planner and organizer that's a, the Virgo in me and I always want to know like okay what's our next move what's our next step and for a while there I had the wedding to focus on yeah and now it's like getting pregnant or having a baby but um like not worrying about where my career is going not worrying about if I'm before I need to buy a house or whatever our next moves are now is as a couple and also as individuals I'm just I've never I've never in my life lived in the present ever and it's way, way, way harder than people think it is. Yeah, I went through a living in the present revolution and I still struggle with it. And I think that's where a lot of my, I always try to pinpoint like what is going on with me. And it's the fact that I don't have a solid laid down brick road that I've always followed, that I've always known, like my North Star. And now it's like, I'm trying to release and have fun with the unknown and uh, completely understand that I have no control in this life as like I always thought like I could plan my life out perfectly and it's like that's a joke Th shit happens there's a few things I can control and I'm going to focus on those Melissa and I were just talking had this talk but 
I think there's something, there's a fine line though. It's like cautious optimism, right? Where it's like, okay, I don't want to be perfectly planned, right? For the future. But there are things that the future requires that if I do now is very helpful to my future self without killing myself and only focusing on that. So it's like, how do you, everyone talks about balance. I think it's the biggest fucking joke on the planet. Like I'm not a balanced person at all. I'm all or in, I'm all in or I'm nothing, you know, and I'm that way as a friend. I'm that way. And anything I get excited about. And so I don't have longevity or sustainability in most things I do. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, I do want to think about my finances. I do, you know, there's certain things that I'm like, things I can actually control. And I think it's important to be like, yeah, I'm going to live in the moment. But I also need to be responsible about 10 years from now because I don't want to be in 10 years from now scrambling for things that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you want to be comfortable. Like my parents were so responsible and I feel like I have to find the balance between like, I don't know, you know, (laughs) it's a hard balance to strike. I have my, I think about the past too much. I'm like the opposite. I don't think about the future or the present. I think about the past too much. Yeah. That's probably really tough. I live literally minute by minute. They say living in the past causes depression. Living in the future causes anxiety. Have you ever heard that? Oh, cool. I both. <laughs> and they also say if you have one foot in the past and one foot in the present, you're pissing on the future or on the pre- No. <laughs> you're try, pissing, again, try, try again. Try again. Try again. Try again. Try again. Try again. One foot in the past and one foot in the future. Is it realize, yes, yeah. realize, realize? Realize. Is that what it is? Yeah. You're pissing I, on the present. Yeah. I'm trying to just be present, but also not fuck up the future while I'm being present. I think that's where it is. That's I just came up with it. That's it yesterday's history tomorrow's a mystery today's a gift that's why they call it the present you know what you know what you know what you know what it's great you know what you need to think about really you know what it comes down to it comes down to live laugh love you guys oh my god live dance like nobody's watching okay screw mary kill live laugh love in this house we dot 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 in this house in this house we believe that goober is a nation that guests can come and go as they please let's make one of those for instagram save it but we have to post it in a couple days we don't want to sorry guys and we believe that the grinch is highly fuckable (laughs) yeah that's somewhere in there oh i wonder if there's like grinch there's definitely grinch porn (laughs) that's you know where i'm going with this but who's he screwing the mayor did you you just posted you just posted grinch erotica that had like boobies or something i did (laughs) yeah grinch boobs Can we talk about how Stephanie just said boobies? Boobies. I think it's funny. I think it's funny. I lay on the boobies. I did. My friend James I'll sent say boobies. me Grinch porn and I loved it. So why did you act like you didn't know it existed, Cody? Because I forgot. No, you're trying to save yourself. Yeah, I wanted to talk about it. Jesus, someone, someone Jesus d- knows, Cody. My All my notes in the share notes just said Grinch porn over and over and nobody said Begging anything. Begging for someone to ask me please. about it. Please. Does anybody watch my story yesterday? Did anybody see the Grinch with titties? I like to spell titties T-I-D-D-I-E-S. Yeah, titties. 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 Wait, okay, Melissa, did you finish Ted Lasso? We don't have a lot of time here. Sure we do. How, what, where are we at? I don't really don't have much to say about Ted Lasso. Can other I go than pee? I'm not I, done with the episode. I'm holding okay. you hostage. Now you see what Stephanie has to deal with. I kind of have to pee too. 
Wow. That was a longer break. (laughs) Well, we got, I knew I wasn't supposed to park there. I told you some guy just beeped his horn and looked at me like I had just like killed someone. And I'm like, dude. You probably did. You killed his soul. And after you moved your car, he didn't even move his car. And he made it very difficult for me to move my car. He like kind of blocked me in. I had to really maneuver. Rude. Aggressively rude. You guys can weigh in on this. I have a house next door to me that has not had someone lived in it for years. Okay. Not to mention before they. you know of. Well, no, I know. Squatters. No. So, and then um, even when people did live there, they let us park in their second carport all the time. Like they always let us park there because we have too many people that live in this house. (laughs) And uh, so we've just always parked there. And now that no one's there, they have people that come work on the house once in a blue moon. It's so rare. But every time when I'm here, they do it. And I always get yelled at. It's okay. We get yelled at too, but it's just (sighs) rare. And it's like, we don't know when they're working and we move our cars right away. It's not a big deal. Like it. It's like he just laid on. We could have a nice neighborly, you know, relationship. Because I don't, I don't know. I just think it's weird that he gets so mad. I'm like, laid on this horn. What do we have to be mad about, you people? I also don't get like angry like that, so I just don't understand. I can't connect to it. I'm like, what the fuck are you so mad about, dude? Should we have him on as a guest? No. no. (laughs) Do you want me to go get him? Okay, so hundredth episode. It's really cool. (laughs) It's really great. Thank you, and thank you for listening. I wonder. Uh, what homies we have since the day one do you think there's anybody that, that has listened to every single episode no i don't think there's someone I who i've listened so to every single episode did you <gasps> listen to them as we, we release right them yes oh, okay i that's what i do yeah cody didn't listen to season one so it's I not a big listen deal to season one i listened to my episode and kaylee's <laughs> the only thing <laughs> i did when we were on our honeymoon though i i missed like three episodes so i listened to those three when i got back. hey why don't you go lay on your horn some more, Cody. dork? Cody, focus. The window's open, too. Um, I don't give a fuck. I haven't listened to any of the episodes, so... No, I'm just kidding. I listen here and there. Uh, but, yeah, we do have day one people. <clears throat> Hannah Hathaway, Amy Adamson, Holly O'Day. There's a lot of people that are day ones. Wow. I think uh, Bridget won most listened hours. And Melissa didn't post her Spotify rap, so I guess I don't know. She might be... I listen on um, the podcast app. Oh, okay. So she's an she's a stuff. she's an Apple girly. Poor, sad. So Bridget definitely won the poor, most sad. Poor, Jesus. Sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god. Poor, sad. I just in this time when everyone's looking at their analytics because Spotify is tracking the fuck out of us, uh, which is fun. Anywho, I think uh, yeah, Melissa and Bridget probably listen in the last year the most to every single episode. My yeah. sister's going to get us, though, next year. I think I am our top listener. Can, so where can we talk analytics? Do you feel comfortable talking about Topa Talk analytics right we now? We have about 800,000 dedicated <laughs> listeners every episode. Uh, yeah. When Melissa and I were doing the podcast, we were lucky and very excited if we had 100 listeners per episode. And that fluctuated based on our guests, how much they promoted it, how excited they were, how much they posted on Instagram and stuff, and how much following they had. So, you know, when Melissa and I did Ali Chanel together, I think we reached, you know, upwards of 200 listeners and we were like blown away. Um, when Cody and I did Ali Chanel, we were upwards of almost 500. Woo. Um, so, yeah, the growing, it has grown. It has doubled or tripled. I would say it's tripled. Right now, we average <clears> at about 300, and the analytics are weird. So, it's really hard to understand what they're talking about. And I've looked in and I've done the research, and I still don't understand. Like, I've read a lot about it because Spotify would say that we have 800 listeners. And 
iTunes says that we have about like 200 to 300 there. But then when we look at our downloads and how many listens like from our podcast, this is way too much information from our podcast streaming, which we use to post on both of those. It says that we have like 300 to 500 listeners. So where's the 800 come from though? Spotify. I don't know how they capture all that data either. So I think 800 think people like re-listening to episodes. Like that's how many times the I episode think 800. Imagine no I offense think, if you do, but imagine if you listen to an episode like three times, no offense. I think 800 is how many people have ever, ever listened to an episode. And that's like 800 <gasps> individual different people have listened to one episode at some point. Does that make sense? That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Yeah, that's a ton of even, people. Even a hundred people, if, if you listen, that's like, I always think about it like we're just talking to an auditorium. That's how I see it. Like a hundred people is a lot of people. We've 500's all been, a lot Have of you people. been in a 300 person university class? Melissa has it. Go Longhorns. <laughs> um, whatever. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. If you think about them all at once, it's a lot. And then not to mention, we have probably like 50 diehards, which is so cool. That's actually a big number. Diehards. We have like 50 diehards. That, and people that come out of the woodwork. That engage with us consistently. We have secret listeners mm-hmm. where they'll creep out and tell us that they listen. And then we have haters. You guys do not have haters. No, we yeah, don't. Yeah, sure we do. Do you think? I would not hope do you, think, do you think people listen to us and like for the intention of hating us like they want to no. cringe and hate no us. no one can listen to a podcast they don't like like it's hard you can listen yeah. to a few minutes and be like oh these fuckers but like i would say we have haters maybe from the instagram aspect but i would hope we have haters only because that means we're semi-successful yeah i watch <laughs> i watch someone's youtube channel that i don't like them but i watch it because it makes me cringe and like laugh at them by myself but i think a video like, makes more sense i'm like why like, are you doing this? video format rather than listening i'd have a hard time listening Unless like I liked one of the co-hosts, see that I think about that all the time. Yeah, I think about that all the time. That someone what? likes you and kind of finds me annoying, but will always listen, and vice, vice versa. versa. <laughs> I'm vice like, versa. there's some Cody haters and there's some Steph specific haters, but they still listen because they like either Steph or Cody. Yeah, yeah, and then we have people that probably don't listen because they miss Melissa. <laughs> no, I don't know. If that's <laughs> <Yeah>. true. <laughs> well, that's what I, one of my notes was like. Where this all started was like the small business aspect. So we probably lost. We've lost probably quite a few listeners when we gained listeners because it just like the show just changed oh so God. much. Imagine if you if you listen to season one, you got busy with the pandemic. You're like, I'm going to try this show again and see where it's at. Imagine uh, the difference of uh, like, like, what am I listening to? What have they done to this podcast? I, my biggest insecurity is, is that, that I've hijacked a podcast and turned it into something crazy. No, Stephanie no. wouldn't allow it to go a direction. She didn't want it to go. I'm we had sorry. to talk. We had to talk about a year ago, Steph and I at the nest and we, it wasn't that Topa Talk was almost over, but we were having like a big talk of like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah, that's where kind of why I asked about the analytics, because that's where my brain goes to is like, how many people are listening? What are our goals to grow our list? Like my brain goes into such a weird like numbers game. And I feel like you guys are more You don't, like, I mean, obviously, if nobody was listening, it'd probably really suck. But like, I feel like how do you guys make goals for the podcast if amount of listeners is not necessarily the primary goal. We don't make goals for the podcast. <laughs> um, no, our goals are pretty much to continuously make engaging content that people are excited about and that people think are funny. I think Cody and I's biggest... Yeah, what's your goal, Steph? My goal is to be hilarious and make people love me. Yeah. And so I'm working on I that. I just want to entertain. Like, if I sit here and I feel like I've entertained, then I'm happy. And 
I sometimes wonder if this is all just a clever joke that Stephanie's a really good friend and, <laughs> and none of this is real and she just she doesn't even hit record and if I had if I was our only listener I would still want to do it. Stephanie often forgets to hit record so. Yes that's the truth. <laughs> oh my god you guys we've been through it. Um, It's the truth. Also I think we could I think we could confidently say that by the end of next year I'd like our episodes to be you know I was already saying that like once musical yeah first of all musical obviously (laughs) but you know how I was saying like we we maxed out around 100 season one season three we're around three 350 I think season four should get to five and that's great that growth has a lot to do with like we're not shooting for the stars this is an Ojai focus Ventura County focus podcast where we talk about our friends like it's pretty niche and i'm thrilled by that i would be it'd be so daunting if we had a podcast that we could grow to millions of listeners because Mm. i wouldn't do it i would do it i mean i would but it'd be like okay it'd be really hard and it'd be a lot more like we'd have i don't know the podcast that we have right now there's a uh, nonchalantness to it that is really important to me we i think we could keep that if we had millions as if that's well, like on the new, table. But I'm just saying, like, if you had a new true crime thing, it's like, okay, this is something that could have a really wide, you know, audience. What you're saying is you want to turn this podcast into a sultry true crime erotica <laughs> thriller. No, I'm glad that we don't have something that needs to reach millions because it's an it's easier for me to connect with the people here and make something for them than trying to make something for millions, if that makes sense. Thanks to the homies that have been there since day one. Thanks to the new homies that have just discovered us. Thanks to the homies that were only in it for season one. And then this nasally (laughs) monotone gay guy joined on and you're like, "Eh." thank you to everybody that's ever listened, liked, posted, shared. Yeah, it's really cool. It's, it's a cool experience. And we've had a very meta talk just now talking about ourselves in our own podcast. So thanks for hanging in there. Um, please just continue to love us. And if you don't, <laughs> please maybe tell us, maybe don't. I don't know where I'm at on that. This is not a finale of this year, by the way, even though it feels very much. Oh, yeah. We, we, don't have, need, we have holiday ep- episodes and less. So we're, we're along for the, for the happy 100 episodes. <laughs> happy 100 episodes. Thank you, Melissa. We love you. We love you, Melissa. Thanks for having me. Thanks for including me. Because like I said, I still feel very attached, even though I'm not in the process anymore i love it i love listening i'm glad i'm a listener and thank you for having me thanks we're, for giving me your we're blessing co-pa- too. we're co-parenting I'm we're like all a, co-parenting I, that's how it feels <laughs> i have this weird thing with melissa where i feel so grateful that she's almost like give it supports the podcast still because i really do feel like you two are the moms of this child and i'm like the um stepmom that's popped in i feel like the parent trap vineyard stepmom See, I feel like I'm the stepmom. I was going to say, Melissa's got big <laughs> stepmom energy, dude. Yeah, there you go. She's my ex. Like, it's just, she's so always you... going to be around. Yeah, always going to be around. <laughs> this is our child. She's my ex. We have to get used to it. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. All right. All we'll right. see you guys next time. Love you guys. Do all the things. Leave a review. All that stuff. Did we get we a November? Get a, we didn't get a November review. So fuck everybody listening. That's so depressing. Fuck you. Hey. Leave us a review. Keep it cool. Keep it cash. Sorry. That was a very sour patch kid. Okay. <laughs> bye. 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 bye.